Hi, and welcome to the Authentic Audience Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Ritma. This is a marketing podcast like you haven't heard before. It's about real connections and honest conversations. Why am I here? To remind you that you can fly. If you're brave enough to listen to that calling inside you, I'm here to serve you and show you that marketing can and should be honest, that the truth sells and authenticity wins. So how can businesses and brands build a real and authentic audience? The Authentic Audience Podcast gives you insight into growing your business and marketing strategies to gain real followers and loyal customers. Each week, I create a space of radical honesty for thought leaders and entrepreneurs who have built successful businesses to share their insights on business, marketing, relationships, life, and spirituality. Each episode is sure to remind you the power of storytelling and truth selling. Get ready to get real, get raw, get honest, and keep growing. Natalia Benson is a woman's empowerment coach, money mentor, and astrologer living in Southern California. By fusing the spiritual world with practical tools for empowerment, Natalia has helped thousands of students, myself included, make meaningful choices and changes in their lives. She specializes in high-level conscious business coaching, digital course creation, and online monetization rooted in spiritual wellness offerings. She also has her own empowerment coaching certification, money membership, and hosts Natalia Benson, the podcast, which just hit over 600,000 downloads. Natalia has been quoted and featured in women's health in style, well and good Yahoo finance and hello giggles. Modern luxury Silicon Valley featured her as a rising star to watch who helps high powered women channel their inner goddess. Her mission is to see women empowered with the ability to create their own revenue streams, running businesses that contribute, but don't deplete to the whole of humanity. She seeks to create more depth, compassion, kindness, empowerment, and joy in the world. And I am so happy to have you here. You have been, I was just telling you our total muse. You are my current muse. Um, so it's so fun to have you here and jam with you and invite you to the show. Thank you so much, babe. You know, the feeling is freaking beyond mutual. Like you are, I told you when I met you, you're like, I was like, wow, is this what it's like to be platonically in love with like someone you could do business with? Fucking yes. You know? So I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, we have just been in such a money mindset. So it's funny because this episode will come out next week and my episode that I just released or will be releasing this week is about money and it's top of mind. And you came into my world, um, as always right on time. And we've been co-creating some really fun stuff and I'm really excited to help you because you just have so much to offer. There's so much authenticity, uh, femininity, like awareness, um, within your brand. And it's so fun to create with somebody who just like knows they're alive, knows they're gifted and knows they're here to be in service. And then we just get to play. Yes. So it's so, so fun to work together. Um, before we dive in, I actually was hoping you could tell us a little bit of your story because I don't really know. Um, I'm new to your world. We just met a few months ago, but I dove right in and um, jammed through your money, your five day uh, money mindset, which was so, 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 so powerful. And yeah, tell us your story. Tell us, tell us how you got to be so epic. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, babe. Well, first and foremost, oh my God, it's like, where, where do I begin? I'll keep it short and sweet, but really the crux of it. So I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a desert girl. I live in the desert again somehow. We just had our first like 118 degree day the other day. And I was like, why am I here again? Born and raised <laughs> in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, lived in San Diego for many, many years. Started my first business at 19. Also had my quote unquote spiritual awakening at 19. And what I like to refer to that as is more so I just came to understand like, oh, I'm not just a mind and a body. I'm not just an external identity of everyone's expectations. Like there is an inner fire. There is a universal power. There is so much more to me than I've been told and given credit for, given myself credit for. So that really awakened, I, it's kind of ironic where I am now, you know, about 15 years later that my spiritual awakening and the first business I started were like a hand in hand situation. They started the exact same years, very close in time. Um, I lived in Los Angeles for 12 years. I, uh, when I first moved there, I discovered that I loved drugs. So I basically became a, a coke addict very severely. I was very into alcohol and all of these things now hindsight being 2020, but all of these things were really because I was so wounded from a trauma that occurred when I was about six. I had intimacy issues. I just was so afraid of life. And so ironically, in one of my highs, one of my first highs, all of the spiritual books that I'd been reading over the past couple of years came like, like synergizing into my consciousness. And so this really set the stage for me moving into my twenties. I essentially, you know, obviously, I, I mean, I don't want to say obviously, but thank God, um, I just cold Turkey quit everything, got addict, got another addiction called yoga. I got obsessed with yoga, um, started to practice, started to take care of my body, started to heal, really started to heal. Took me a very long time to heal, still healing. I don't think that's ever over. Um, but all throughout my twenties, you know, I, I, I've, I've never been, I have not always been super, I'd say like tuned in, but I've always been very self-aware. So my twenties were really a fascinating exploration between myself as a business owner, myself as a creative, myself as a spiritual practitioner, myself as a woman, and then just to tie a bow on it, getting towards my later twenties into my early thirties, um, I realized there was this ley line of just a consistent curiosity in my life. That was money because I used to not have money and I used to have a lot of trauma and shame and confusion with money. So around, you know, it, it's amazing. I don't think that your life purpose is something that you're just like, oh, here it's this, you know, I think that what's magical is that it silently guides us. And then there comes a moment where we're like, oh, that's it. Like, it just sort of like, that's at least how it's been for me and something I witness in many of my clients and students very often. So 
money, business, astrology. These things are my obsession. These things are the things that have assisted me in my healing, my evolution, my growth. And they are now the things I love to be in service around. And just one more note, just speaking of tandem moments, but at the beginning of my twenties, like 21, 22, when I was really steeped in, you know, my addictions, um, that was also when I started studying astrology. That was when I got into natal charts. And that was another one of those just fascinating ley lines from the universe or God, whatever you want to call it, that was like calling me forward to my destiny. So now looking back at it, you know, I'm 34. I'm an Aries for anybody who's interested. I'm an Aries Capricorn rising. And it's so beautiful to see how everything is like this symphony. It all plays together. And the big picture always reveals all of that. So it's pretty cool. Oh my gosh. I mean, so (laughs) much to unpack, but it's like, where do we want to play? You know, which road do we want to go down? Thank you so much for sharing all that. You're so self-aware, which is one of the words that came up originally. And to find that fire so young amongst the drugs, amongst the ego, amongst all of that, I think is so powerful. And um, beautiful to sort of see how that thread stays through your whole story. And now this, like you said, perfect symphony of these offerings of these gifts that you have is just such a beautiful sort of interpretation or now of that, of that story. And I was actually really excited. I have so many questions, but one thing I wanted to talk about was astrology and money, because I just saw money in general, Let's just start there. Um, You've helped me so much with this. I've been doing this like dance with money. I'm calling it like my year of Lakshmi since um, October. I just sort of had this big realization and got really connected to Lakshmi. And since then have bought a house, have hired somebody full time, like have just made a lot of these financial like alignment decisions. And I'm feeling in a really good place with it. However, Last week, I was on that call with Gabby Bernstein in her masterclass. I told you about this and she challenged me to put the word money in the title of my book. And I was immediately like, that resistance was like, "Ah!" and here I am like preaching about sales, doing all this work. And, and my question with you, you know, like, oh, you know, share your gifts with the world, charge your worth. And then I don't even want to put the word in my title. And what is that? Like, I would just love before we dive into specifics, your general take on what is breaking our flow around this world. Why is it so sticky? Like, what is the problem? Why can't we just get past it? Oh, totally. Well, I, I want to reference my, my girl, Julieta Bodo. Um, she is an absolute freaking sorceress on Instagram. And she, I've been seeing, seeing her lately talk about, uh, something called like financial trauma. Mm -hmm. And we all on some level, um, carry that like, and and I'm very into like, I'm very woo woo, very into past lives, very into the idea that we're, we're a mind, body and soul. And so what I would say with this is I believe there are obviously things that root from our childhood around money, whether it's the culture we exist in, um, family, our surroundings, whatever, and or 
there are past life experiences as well, where I I believe one of my favorite books is called um, The Old Soul's Guidebook by Ainsley McLeod. I highly recommend it for anyone who's fasting in reincarnation. He said something at the end of that book that was really poignant to me. He said, if you are reading this book right now, you have to understand that this is the greatest lifetime you've ever lived and know that you have mostly been impoverished. You have mostly done this, this, and this. So here's the thing. So I'm going to talk about it more tactical for people who are like, wait, I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to that idea. And then I'm going to talk about it for anybody who is into that side of it. So first things first, like on some level, no matter if you grew up with a lot of money or very little money, we all have oftentimes a very polarizing relationship with money and it roots like for whatever reason at this moment, if it were I don't know if it were crystals, if it was water bottle caps, like that would be the word. That'd be the thing that we'd have to heal around. Right. But at this moment, the currency that we utilize is money. And I look at currency as well as a current. It's a current of energy. It is a neutral energy. So what happens so often is we ascribe our emotions and our past experiences and even the collective experiences and collective projections on to money. So how do we heal that? Like, let's just talk about this. And this goes for the woo-woo past life stuff and for what's happened in your, in your early life. I'm very into subconscious work. Subconscious work and subconscious healing has been the absolute game changer of my life. And as you know, Krista, cause you, you did my money challenge we, we talk about that in there and you cannot, I, you cannot talk about money and your relationship to money without addressing the subconscious. Your subconscious is directing your entire life. So what we can do first and foremost is let's get in there. Your subconscious opens conveniently every single night when you go to sleep is when you have dreams. So I like to do a hypnotherapy for anybody who's open to that idea. Um, I particularly use an app. I should get an affiliate link or something from them. All I do is talk about this app, but it's called Chakra. I get like point cents. It's like $3, but um, it's a, uh, I don't yeah. care. I'm so yeah. happy to share it. So this, this app is called Chakra Healing Meditation. There are money hypnosis on there, success hypnosis on there. So the thing is, is when we have a wound or a trigger with the word money or just the concept of money, there's just something to heal. You don't have to go digging back into your past as to why. You literally can just deal in what I like to call the ever-present powerful now and just work with it there and do what you can there to heal. Now, um, talking about the past life stuff for anybody who's open to that. Yeah. I mean, past life regression, it's all the same. It goes into the subconscious. So what we have to do is just write a new story. A book that I love that really helps with this as well is called, um, the works of Florence Shin. So have you ever heard of her? Mm -hmm. She's amazing, amazing. And, um, her book, like the word is your wand and, I don't remember the other ones, but the works of Florence Shen are all of her works around money. And that's just a beautiful, beautiful, it's old school. It was written in the thirties, but beautiful Mm -hmm. take on money, how we can relate to the concept of abundance and see that the energy of the universe is behind 
everything that we do. So why is money exempt from that? You know what I mean? I a hundred percent do. I'm here for every moment of what you're saying. And now my audience knows why I'm so obsessed with you and you are my muse. It's just, it doesn't have to be so heavy. And the work that you are doing is so important. And so like in alignment with the work that I'm doing, because if somebody had gone through your program or has the money mindset, like you have, like so many of our mutual friends, it's so much easier to just create, put mm-hmm. it out, market. So, like, it's just, it flows. We are in so much more flow when the mindset is there. And I'm continuously challenging myself and finding myself hitting my own growth edges within these topics and finding you at this time. I was telling you, my team is like doing your meditations and so much of it is really powerful. And I highly recommend whoever is listening in this eternal present moment that you stop what you are doing and register for her next one, because it just, it's five days. It's so beautiful. You're so good at the meditation, your voice. I mean, you're obviously in your Dharma and it's so powerful to witness somebody in that space. And it's one of my favorite things. So I'm so just grateful that you're doing this work for people and having healed so much of this this year and still constantly healing and finding new edges, depending on, you know, my husband's uh, launched a new business. They're having investor, like just money, 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 money. It is everywhere. And I'm constantly like, like (laughs) finding these experiences. But to me, I'm calling it in. Like I've done so much work around it this year and I'm like here for it. And and one of my favorite moments, and I don't want to give away too much of the, oh, no, give it away of the meditation, I love that. you it's, it's rapid transformation. And that's one of my, my favorite things about hypnotherapy in general is we sort of think that we have like, oh, this is my wound for this lifetime, or this is my, it doesn't have to be that way. So much can happen. And so quickly with the right intention and the devotion and the tools, which you're providing people. So that's done. The tools are there. You just have to show up with the right intention, devote yourself to the work. And you're making it so, so easy to do that. But one of the things that you shared Um, was this idea of remembering a time when you got a lot of money um, or when it came out of nowhere. And this idea, this bigger concept is that it should come at you or breathe, you know, like air or water, like it should be that flowing. And I've realized all the places where it's so muddy and it's so heavy. And so my new mantras are like, you know, cleansing that so that it can just flow freely towards me. And it's just been so beautiful to even have these little shifts And they're so powerful. And then just like that abundance answers, and you're just so, we're so blessed. We're so held. So the work you're doing so, so amazing. One of the things I want to talk to you about, um, is this idea of creating wealth because you talk about this and my other muse right now, Naval, who is the founder of angel list and has this epic podcast on how to get rich. He talks about, um, 
last name? Ravikant. Oh yeah, Mick loves him. Uh, Mick is reading a book about the him right Almanac now. of Naval. Rav- yes. yes, yes. So that's what we're reading in our house right now. Um, I love him, and his why, his like you know mission cause belief, his whole thing is around creating wealth, and the idea that if we continue to create wealth at a certain rate that everyone will be taken care of. And I love his entire interpretation. He's so sage, like, um, and says such, yeah. Anyway, go read that book too. We're dropping a lot of really good. Oh yeah. I love, I love books. I'm always talking about books. Same. Okay. So anyway, you talk about this and I would love for you. I haven't talked about it on the podcast yet, what does this mean? This idea of creating wealth, how can we contribute to it? And how does this change our concept maybe, or could we use this to change our idea of what it means to be wealthy? Absolutely. I mean, okay. So here's another book for you. I read a lot and that's like really what's woke up my consciousness around so many concepts is reading and, um, just finding things that, that, awaken my own sentiments and they just said it in a way that spoke truth to me. So first things first, um, the book, the science of getting rich by Wallace D Waddles, super major classic, almost any like modern book you read about money is like in some way referencing the science of getting rich. And so the idea that Waddles such a cute name too, but like brings forward is essentially that, um, you know, it's your, it is your right to be rich. You must be rich to awaken like all of God's potential within you. I have to say, and I say this with all due respect, but when we are broke and I speak to the old me, I'll just say it in first person. When I was broke, I was the most selfish. I was only worried about me because how was I going to pay my rent? How was I going to eat that week? Like I used to make, like there, there was a time where I was so resistant to money and success that I would only make a hundred and I think it was 150 bucks a week doing a DJ gig a week. I lived in Los Angeles. My rent was like $650. So if you do the math, is like $50 difference, but that was how resistant and fearful I was with money. And I was afraid to put myself out there. So here's the thing, building wealth, creating wealth, it's just calling more of you forward. It's just calling you to be the biggest, brightest, most expansive version of who God made you to be. And at this moment, until it's bottle caps or crystals as our (laughs) means of currency, right now it's money, it's credit, it's Bitcoin, it's whatever. At this moment, this is the ways and means that this energy is flowing through our, our, our lives. So when it comes to building wealth, build yourself. When it comes to building wealth, build your own consciousness and build your service. I saw one of my clients actually today posted something so great. She said that, you know, you're the money, money is a byproduct of the value that you provide. And one of a client, uh, or I'm sorry, a dear friend that I had on the podcast recently, she said, if your bank account is holding back, so are you. My girl, Jessica Glover said that. So where can you become the wealthiest, richest, most on fire, brightest burning version of you? 
And I believe that in building wealth, it's a tandem experience. So the more energy you put into you, the more energy you have to do the things you truly need to do structurally to make more money to call more wealth forward. And that's like the way that mm-hmm. I teach, as you know, as well is it's not just let's manifest. It's not just let's visualize. It's not just let's pray to the gods of money. It's, it's, you know, and I love locks me. I love all of that. It's like, we have to have our spiritual practices. I believe that's a massive part of it. But in addition, are you making a home, a home base for money? Are you showing money? It's safe in your care. Are you showing money? You respect it. That's how you keep your home, how you keep your wallet, how you keep your bank accounts. You manage your money. Do you have towering debt? Do you ignore your bills? And obviously this is a deeper conversation and it's, and it can be nuanced because there's no, no way I can address every single thing. But like at the end of the day, What can you do in this ever powerful present now, even the smallest gesture to the universe that you're ready for more? Could you clean out your wallet? Could you clean up your room? Could you take the smelly socks like out of the corner? I'm just kidding. I'm sure no one in this audience, (laughs) but it's just like, what can you do to show the universe, show your life that you value yourself? Because when you value yourself, you are a magnetic you are, you are truly magnetic for higher levels of currency. And I don't just mean currency money. I mean, currency energy. So it all ties in together. And I really believe the way we take care of ourselves, the way we take care of our life and we take care of what we already have is literally like what creates spaciousness for more to come in. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I love, I love that about your, your courses and your teaching is there is such this like mystic undercurrent, right? Witchy spiritual tapped Mm -hmm. in, like, you know, you've seen it, you've touched it, you know, and really simple, like quick reframes, really digestible things that you can do through meditation, through journaling, through these tangible things that you can actually do and take action. And that's another reason why we are so aligned because so much of the work that I do, one of my favorite mentors always tells me my purpose here is a spiritual one. And I just mask it with my marketing agency. Yes. And so it's so much intuition. It's so much of that world. And if you aren't aware or at least curious of that world, it's really hard for my magic to fully work and for me to really go there, which is why, you know, my, our audiences and the people we call in, um, are a certain, hi, um, (laughs) are a certain breed because you, you need to be at least willing or open to have that conversation and look at those parts of yourself. And for me, that's been the, the craziest part of entrepreneurship is, is looking at these parts and sort of like the underbelly and the shadows of success and what that really means. And for so long, for me, it was a, a fear of, and a trying to prove, and now it's an almost shame of the success in a way and downplaying it. And that's so crazy for so long. It was like, I was trying so hard to prove that I was successful. Now I'm trying to hide that I'm successful. And Like, it's just an ever going 
<laughs> you know, the awareness is key. I do this. I do the same shit. So it's okay. But it's just like, it's, it's ironic, isn't it? And I think the universe just has a giggle at us all the time. It's just like, wait, I, I brought you what you wanted. You called it in. And now you're like, what? It's just, it's in, it's ironic. You get what you ask for. And and it's just, and what you need. And I'm so here for it. And one of my questions actually, um, that I wanted to talk about speaking of that, well, actually Bitcoin came up. So I do want to quickly ask you your thoughts on Bitcoin, just because I was having a conversation last night with one of my mentors and she's like, where are the women speaking to Bitcoin? When are we going to start trading part of our services and joining this conversation and taking tokens? And I was like, that's funny. I'm talking to somebody that probably knows all about Bitcoin. Oh my God. Because I don't, I don't yet. I don't yet. I don't yet either. But no, it's I will new. Say, it's new that I'd even bring that up, honestly. And I'll tell you why, actually. Tell me why. Tell me okay, why. I'll tell you why. So basically, I was just at our dear mutual friend's wedding, Krista Williams. And I sat next to uh, Milana Snow and I've always loved her. And um, I, that the whole weekend, all these powerful women I'm around, they're talking about Bitcoin and like, you got to talk to Milana. So of course I'm sitting next to her at dinner and we just, I was like, babe, can I ask you like, and And this was, you know, I spoke to my, my dear friend, Sahara Rose. Then I talked to her, talked Mm -hmm. to my girl, Crystal Streets. I was like, everybody just was bringing it up. And I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what? And it, I, the thing I love about being an entrepreneur is that you get these whispers and they kind of speak to you and you hear them, you acknowledge them, but you're not ready to acknowledge them until you're ready to acknowledge them. Cryptocurrency for me has been one of those things. And then as I had this conversation with um Milana I was like oh I'm so ready for this conversation and the way I manage my money is for always for 10 to 20 percent to be invested so I have and my partner my fiance is like a freaking eight planet stellium Capricorn so he's like Bam! my husband has six planets in okay. cap Mick has I think six planets and he's a cap rising so he's just like all the Capricorn. We should talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, but, I mean, essentially, from what I understand um, about Bitcoin, I mean, obviously, it is the wild fucking West. So you have to be. And one of my best friends is actually doing some investing, and she's just like Natalia, tell me when you're ready. But basically, only invest what you'd be more than happy to possibly lose. And that's with any investing. It's like obviously investing in like index funds in a traditional like Roth or something, IRA is a little more play the long game. But if you're going to do anything speculative, it's just like day trading, whatever. There's obviously a higher level of risk. So you also have to have the personality for that. Totally. (laughs) It's funny that I feel like just to even say what we've said is like, I am hearing the whispers. It's all my husband in his like circle of entrepreneurial, like investment, this, that. And then he's talking to my mentor about it. Who's a female and just super powerful in the money space. And I'm like, why are we not talking about this? I don't know very many women who are talking about it. 
I want to at least be talking about it enough to have an opinion, not to be able to give advice or anything that like that, but to have a strong enough opinion because my husband clearly does. And I only on this podcast, have I joked about it because he's like this super introvert, all Capricorn Scorpio moon. Like he's a vibe Aquarius sun. Like it's, it is a vibe here all the time. And unless you want to talk about like Bitcoin, World War II, or like abstract things. I seriously love him. What? Like, I get it. He's quiet. I get it. And so I've joked about that and I've heard the conversations, but just enough to feel that it's in the air and you really hit it on the head for me is like, I love hearing these entrepreneur whispers and and knowing, and for me, it's all always been about the risk and from all the books I've read and all the work I've done, like you have to be willing to play the game and it just don't make it so heavy. percent, And just, you know, the biggest yeah. thing I think we all can do as women and as investors, whether it's Bitcoin, whether it's the traditional stock market, whatever is do our research. Like Mick, even though he's very like seasoned in all of this, he always points me to books. He always points me to do my own research. And it's really um, important. Like I actually just got a book. I don't see the title of it. I think it's called Buster Billions. It's basically just like, is, is crypto like something, or is it just this like special crazy thing, but here's what I will say. The astrology does back it up. We actually have Uranus, which is the planet of forward movement, progress, and evolution moving through Taurus, which is the sign of money. So to me, the fact that, um, Bitcoin and, um, just cryptocurrency in general blockchain is coming more online. Um, I mean, Uranus is going deeper into Taurus. It's just like, it's, this is such a conversation. And I, I think that it's only something it's, we're just at the beginning of it. And I, I mean, I don't know if anybody is drawn to that book title, but, but I think it's called Buster Billions. But if you just look up, I found it on audible, but it's like, if you just look up a book on how to trade crypto or getting to know Bitcoin, I just think that's really important just to give ourselves like an understanding. Um, but yeah, it's a fascinating subject and maybe you'll have me back when I know more. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally, I totally agree. And I think that that was like, just, I just want to be in the game and, and Naval talks about like, there's a really beautiful part of his book where he talks about like how powerful and rewarding and beautiful and sort of fulfilling it can be to really lean into this game and conversation. And if you, if you don't want in and you don't want to play, like that's totally fine, chill, but like, I want to play and I want to be involved. And that means having a basic understanding, knowledge, doing the research, asking the questions, having the conversation. And it's just funny that you were just at that wedding. I just had that, like it's in the air. And speaking of things that are in the air, you made the perfect segue to astrology. Can we talk a little bit more about, I love what you just said about the current transit and what's going on in the heavens is so fascinating to me. I love, love, love astrology. I'm a full believer. Everybody in my house is, um, talk to me more about what you were sharing today on your Instagram when I was stalking you and just how astrology can relate and how your chart, what your chart can tell you about money and, and that. 
stuff. Oh, let's do it. So basically, yeah. So I made a reel today. I newly, I make reels now. I'm like a new reel maker, but basically, (laughs) thanks. Um, uh, So basically I I did a little reel on just, you know, you have to make things very bite-sized for those. So I was like, where to find money in your chart. And so I said, your second house is uh, where you make money. And then your 10th house is where you keep and grow your money. So here's what I meant by that. Mm. So basically, yeah, just fun. It's just a cool little thing that came through because we have the challenge next week too. So I'm just like finding fun ways to get people excited and get them interested in it as well. Well, it hooked me. I'm telling you, like <laughs> me, my, me and my audience are your people. So like- we're here for this conversation. Yes. So give us, give us the, I'll give you the whole, the whole vibe. So basically the second house is all about it's, it's the money house. It's ruled by Taurus. So it's traditional ruler is Taurus. And essentially what it breaks down to is how you make money, how you spend money, how you produce, um, all of these things. Right. So there's like, that's really the place where you produce money yourself, I'm going to make this very short and sweet, but your 10th house is ruled by Capricorn. Capricorn's energy is more about how do you cultivate legacy? How do you build a career? How do you build something beyond yourself? Whereas Taurus might be the pleasures of the moment because its ruler is Venus. Capricorn is more concerned with the long game. Think of, you know, whether you love him or you don't like him at all, Jeff Bezos is the, is the richest person in the world, richest single human being in the world. And he is a Capricorn. He's born on January, January 12th. And so here's the thing. What is it about the Capricorn energy, that 10th house energy? Because Capricorn, the, the, um, the essence of Capricorn is security, The essence of Capricorn is building structures so that it can be stable. Think about a Capricorn, like a Capricorn goat. Think about a goat. I don't know if you've ever seen a goat traverse a mountain. It is the trippiest thing you will ever see in your life. Have you ever seen that, Krista? Like the goats where they get to, they're literally like at these little things. It's so funny that you're bringing that up because it's just, yeah, I know. (laughs) what are we our little dog lucy is our yard is like very vertical and so she's like this little goat on our lava rocks she's this little (laughs) chihuahua chihuini and anyway okay well i must have been channeling that because tbh i haven't made a reference like that in a while so yes i know exactly what you're referring to She's a Capricorn. She's yeah. a Cap rising. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the whole idea, if you if we just think about it in those terms, it's like the 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 Capricorn energy is like, how do you get there? One step at a time. Mm. And with your money, how do you build wealth? One step mm. at a time. That is so my husband. How get same, same as my fiance. But here's mm-hmm. the thing: how can we look to our own charts? and see the unique ways that we relate to money, right? So if you have like, let's say like my Pisces is dominant in my second house of money. Um, Scorpio is dominant in my 10th house of career legacy. So I've got, I think I'm looking at mine, right? Uh So I'm looking at my 10th house. I've got Sag. Nice. And then your, so then your uh, second is probably Aries. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's fun. That's all the fire. So (laughs) I'm just realizing this lifetime because I know what that means. And I'm like, Right. But you know, totally. you know, what's funny is that, well, the fire basically wants it like one and done. I'm like a fire stellium. So I can tell you all about that. But like, here's the thing too, with, it's interesting that for your career, you are like a sage, like you do guide and teach, which is Sagittarian energy, right? The only mm-hmm. thing for anyone with fire sign rulers in their house, in their, in their, um, money houses or career houses is more so just the patience, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I have water I there. So it's just kind of like, it's, it's interesting, but it's why oh, I'm essentially so cool. like a spiritual money teacher. You know what I mean? Which is fascinating. It's so funny because money and astrology are two of my favorite things. And until <laughs> today, I haven't really put them together in such an obvious way. Isn't that funny? Like I totally. I look at my chart all the time and I see something different every Every time. That's why astrology is one of those things that it's like, that's why I love it because it's never ending. Like I've been looking at my chart for 12 years at this point and it's, I'm still studying it all the time. Like a, like a, I just started, it's just, it's so magnificent and it's a never ending study. And that's why I love it. I also have a a Sagittarius moon, so I love to learn. Wow. Yeah. I would love to see your chart. So fun. Yeah. It's so fun. I just, I really do feel that the future is here and, and this is the future and technology is pointing that way. Industry, career, like everything is pointing to this, like, hello, there's something bigger going on. Are we going to work with it or not? And it's ancient. It's been going on for so long. And the fact that we're finally remembering, realizing, learning, unlearning, whatever it is, I'm here for it. And I'm just so excited to know you and so excited for my audience to meet you if it's for the first time. I want to wrap up with some rapid fire questions. And I wrote these for you in particular. I don't do the same ones every time. And based on our conversation, they're spot on. So I'm going to let's jam through these and then we'll do all the calls to action because I'm sure people are dying to find you and (laughs) learn more. So my first question for you, rapid fire is what success means to you today. Success to me today is about fulfillment, joy, inner peace, happiness, and overflow, not just for myself, but for others too. I love that. What book are you reading right now? Oh my God. I'm looking at it. I'm reading like multiple books. I I'm rereading the science of getting rich. And then I'm also reading, uh, launch an internet millionaire's secret formula to sell about anything online. <laughs> That's a long subline. It, it's so long. I actually couldn't even finish it for you. <laughs> um, okay. Next question is what song is on repeat? Oh my God. I just found this song. Um, I know that the remix is by drum spider Okay. And I don't remember. I think it's called Shaka Sutra or something. I don't know. It's fucking dope. Okay. I used to, I used to go to like lightning in a bottle and like burning man. I'm like soups, hippie vibes. 
I know that is one thing that I uh, learned about you is your past and yes. potential future DJ career. Yes. <laughs> and I'm here for it. So I'm like obsessed with playlists. So I use this rapid fire as an opportunity to find new songs for my playlist. Um, who is your favorite follow on Instagram right now? Oh man, that's so tough. I'm super visual too. I love manifestation, babe. She's, I literally just watched all of her um, reels this morning to inspire me. And she's just so wonderful. I absolutely love her. Amazing. Okay. What is your favorite form of self-care? Oh my God. Foot massages and Mm. facials and eyebrow tints. And manicures. I love manicures. Manicures is mine for sure. Um, And lastly, what is your prayer for your people? Like, what is your hope or wish for somebody who stumbles across your site, offerings world? What is your hope for them? Oh my God. My, My prayer for you is that you know that you can live a better life. Like, just know that anything that at this moment feels like a problem is just an opportunity. And that I know this is cliche because every woo woo babe says, says it, but it's true. Like everything, like every ounce of potential you could ever need to transform your life and live your most magnificent you is inside you. You literally just have to discover it and create it and celebrate your essence. And, uh, yeah, and you can fucking do it. That's what I always say. I was like, you fucking got this. I cuss a lot. Uh, I do too. too. I'm here for all of it. I'm so grateful to know you. This was, uh, I just feel like we were in a little vortex there. I don't know what just happened. I'm Um, so grateful. I'm so grateful too. Where can we find more of you? I am. So I just, actually I'm tapping into my creative abundance. I'm working on money stuff and also just creative things and how to bring more art into my work. And I created this uh, monthly experience called the authentic zine. And it's like our magazine where I have like my top playlist books, people to follow basically all the questions I just asked you and like a bunch of other stuff, but you were my follow in last and I was just it was you and this other gal Haley Jacobson who is just one of my faves and tell us all the places we can find you stalk you join your world yeah please so well first off I'm so uh, super active on Instagram it's just at Natalia underscore Benson my website is just nataliabenson.com my podcast is just Natalia Benson the podcast And yeah, I'd just be honored to meet you guys. And if you pop onto my website and you're super into astrology, if you just jump onto my mailing list, uh, you'll instantly get access to my astrology essentials guide, which essentially walks you through how to look at your natal chart and really get to know yourself through your natal chart. So but just come shoot me a DM, say what's up. Let me know you heard me here. This has been awesome, babe. You are the greatest. I just want to say this one more time. I will never forget getting off my first call with you and just sitting there and being like, this is how it feels when something is a hell fucking yes. Like everything else would be me talking myself into something like 
just, you know, the, the person that introduced you to me, um, just like your whole vibe, like you're the fucking jam. And I'm so grateful that I found you. And I'm so honored that my work resonates with you. It just means everything to me. Thank you. I will receive that. Yes. And I feel the exact same way. The feeling is mutual. And the more we do this work, the more we sort of call in these energies, it's just so, so, so powerful. And I talk about this all the time. So just more of this, please. Let's do a part two, part three, part four, keep the conversation going. I am here for it. And I highly recommend, um, joining Natalia's next uh, money mindset. She does a five day, amazing, amazing offering and just jumping on her email list. You'll get so much value and nourishment for your business, money mindset, soul, and you're welcome. (laughs) So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And this was epic for everybody listening. If you love this, please share, leave a review all of the good things. I can't do this without you. And until next time, keep growing.